Right, welcome back, welcome back, Dad Bod walking. Go for a walk along the beach with small wonder dog Roxy and a very smart business partner and talk about all things Dad Bod. Uh, yesterday, you know, talking to a couple of Dad Bods or potential Dad Bods, they said to they said to me things like, fuck off Mike, get out of my face, you're being annoying, it's unrealistic, I can't do it. And I immediately knew that I'd hit a sensitive topic because they were about to punch me. And so what it led on to thinking is there is times when we set our goals and we set our dad bod journeys without actually thinking about what is going to be sustainable, what is going to fit in with our lifestyle. And the context that the guys were literally saying, it's okay for you, Mike, you do this for a living. I don't want to look like you. I don't want to exercise like you. I don't want to eat like you. The goal that you have in your mind is very different to the goal I've got in my mind. And it may not be sustainable for me. So let me to think, are we really clear as dad bods going on a dad bod journey, making sure that the goal that we're heading towards is not only achievable, but it's also going to fit in with our own personal lifestyle, our family goal, our friends goal, and all those things to make it sustainable. So that's the start point then. Yeah, great. So... I think the first thing is, and it actually reminds me of a post I was looking at yesterday on Instagram. And this particular Instagram post, it was, now this was for women, but the same applies. Um, It was a fitness model. And this particular lady had been training for about 10 years and was in amazing shape. And then people were posting and you know saying look i want to i want to do the same thing i want to follow her program i want to know what her program is because i want to look like her and then there was this huge argument that broke out where half of the people were saying it's not possible for an ordinary person to look like her and then half of the people were saying you know i want to follow the same program and i want to get to that same place so I think the first thing is you've really got to think about, well, have you got a, an, a role model? Have you got an idea in mind? What do you want to achieve? Are you trying to just drop a few pounds or a few kilos? Are you trying to improve your fitness? Are you trying to get healthier all round? So the first part of it, and we do lots of podcasts about this, the first part is really understanding what it is you want to achieve. So the what. What's the what? Then you can think about, as part of defining what you want, really understanding why you want it. I want to drop a few pounds. I want to look better. All right. You've got your reason why. I want to get fitter so I can play with my kids. You've got your reason why. You've got your motivator, the thing that's going to get you in the gym or eat, you know, getting the, the healthy food in you. So understanding what you want, understanding why you want it, and then figuring out how you're going to get there are key components in the dad bod journey. So what you want, why you want it, and how you're going to get there. Now this is where the argument always breaks out around, well, you know, it's all right for fitness professionals. They've got all the time in the world. They've always been fit and healthy, so they look amazing. It's all right for coaches like you, Mike. You've got all the time in the world. You can go for walks along the beach every day. You can spend hours in the gym. Plastic surgery. You can. <laughs> Is that that you need it? or? 
you can eat however you you want to because again you've got all the time in the world to meal prep you're not sitting in an office eight hours a day and, and all of that to an extent is true but that's by design so I think you've got to first of all look at your own reality and decide what are you prepared to do to achieve your goal and if you're prepared to do all those things then you can achieve any goal that you set out to achieve so if you want to look a certain way you can achieve it, it might take you time so you need to be prepared to invest time but it's all achievable so I think once you set that out it is then coming back to looking at each of the pillars the food the movement the sleep and the mindset and working out how each one of those can help you achieve the goal that you want to achieve perfect so look that's what the guys were saying yesterday they said it looks good you know this reduce the carbs boost up your protein boost up your fats that way of eating and disciplined meal planning and count, counting calories and weighing food they said it all looks good and on paper it looked very achievable but in their world their argument was in their world that's difficult because they're not in charge of the shopping they're not in charge of the food they don't do the meal prep they're reliant on other people their world didn't lend itself to the flexibility and the control needed to manage their food in the way that is expected to get the results so what's the gap then in my perfect world and i live in a perfect world in my perfect world the guys would be in total control of their food they'd be able to buy plan create their food would fit in with all their macros and they get awesome results on the other end of the scales we're talking about guys whose whole lifestyle makes it very difficult for them to be in control of their food well, i think the first thing you've got to ask yourself is do you really want it are you prepared to give up things are you prepared to compromise are you prepared to change your lifestyle in order to achieve it but apart from that question if we look at the real practical side reducing your carbs is not actually that difficult so let's take a typical family meal the family might be having some kind of meat potatoes and vegetables if you're eating with the family you can still have the meat and vegetables you can skip the potatoes and add some extra cheese or butter I would say that's not that hard lunches most people are lazy it's a lot easier to go to the sandwich shop or to go for um, you know some kind of junk food to get a takeaway drive-through that's loaded with carbs and shit foods than it is to do a bit of meal prep I don't think it's particularly hard to get ham and cheese and make yourself ham and cheese rolls they're low carb they're filling plenty of protein and some good healthy fats so again lunches super simple you just need to do a little bit of thinking in advance and yes you may need to request that whoever does the shopping gets a few different items but lunches are not that hard if you're lazy however lunches become very hard especially if you're reliant on carbs wraps um, pastas pizzas rolls sandwiches breakfasts breakfasts again are super simple in the dad bod world you can just skip breakfast you can have a bulletproof coffee it's coffee with butter and maybe some coconut oil it's not hard so my argument back my challenge back 
would be it's actually not that hard if you show a little bit of discipline you work out in advance what's needed and get the person who does the food shopping to buy a few extra items for you and then just make some sensible swaps swap out the carbs for cheese for butter for ghee for coconut oil and pretty quickly you'll find that you're eating low carb keto beautiful you'd be proud of me that's what i did i punched the guys in the face and said fuck off you princess princesses you can do this if you put your mind to it you've got to give something up to let something in i did all that then they said what about exercise mike you're a fucking scrawny burnt chook you get to hang out in the gym as much as you want in the day I and we don't have the luxury of exercising whenever we want to. It's difficult to manage exercise around work. How do I fit that in? I get that exercise is a key component of the formula, but we don't have the luxury of being have the flexibility to find a gym, go to a gym, exercise at home. How do we make all that happen? We're just going to give up now and tell you to fuck off. Uh, now, look, this one I can go to town on because... The thing I'm going to say to you is, again, if you don't have time to exercise, if you don't have time to go for a walk, if you don't have time to do a 15 to 20 minute gym workout, then I think your health is probably suffering massively. So you're actually fooling yourself. It's not about can you afford the time, it's can you afford not to do it. Because all the studies show that anybody who's not exercising regularly, whether that's walking, whether it's going into the gym, anybody who's not exercising regularly has a 70%, 70% higher risk of coronary heart disease, heart attacks and strokes than people who exercise regularly. And you only need to walk for 30 to 45 minutes a day to satisfy that. So again, if you want to look completely ripped and shredded, yes, you are going to have to spend time in the gym every day. There's no way around that. But if your goal is simply to lose your dad bod, get a bit fitter and healthier, then it's just about getting movement into your day. So first off, the usual guidelines. I mean, it's not rocket science. Park your car further away and walk for a bit. Take the bus or the train that requires you to walk to the station or the bus stop. Walk between meetings. Have walking meetings, they're awesome. During the day, if you sit down and you're sedentary, that is the absolute worst thing. All the research is revealing that being sedentary is incredibly unhealthy because not only are you, are you at risk of heart attacks and strokes, you're at risk of metabolic conditions like diabetes and obesity. And on top of that, being sedentary switches off all of the protective genes. So in, as well as not switching on the, the, sorry, as well as being exposed to disease, you are switching off any protective genes in your body. And they're not the genes that you wear. They are our DNA. So if you are sedentary if you're an office person or you just don't get a lot of movement in your day find ways to build it in get up and go for a walk every time you have a break every time you go to the bathroom do a lap of the office um, go for a walk at lunchtime find a lunch place that's a bit further away from the office than you normally would or just do something really simple like building 
exercises like squats and desk push-ups. And if you anchor those into something that you do, for example, every time you take a phone call, if you and you take a lot of phone calls, then stand up and do five squats. Or every time you make a cup of coffee, do 10 squats. Find something that you do already, tag an exercise onto it, and what you'll find is that by the end of the day, you'll have built up a lot of squats or desk push-ups or whatever the choice of exercise is that you can do. So there are lots and lots of ways to build movement into your day and those little tiny micro movement sessions are enough to keep your body healthy. Like I said, probably not enough to get you ripped and shredded, that's true, but if you're time poor, you can still do it. So find innovative ways to build movement in. And anybody that says, I don't have time to go to a gym or you know, there isn't a gym near me or I don't have equipment, that's just a bullshit excuse. Um, one of our gorgeous clients does yoga in a suit. Um, you can get resistance bands, kettlebells, dumbbells and all sorts of equipment to work out at home. So there are so many ways now that you can work out at home, in the office and actually set a really good example for the people working around you and your team members and keep yourself healthy to boot. So I did that, Lino. I put on my uh, my Lino big boy dwarfy pants and said all those things to them, just as you explained, and they were they were gobsmacked at my intelligence. But then they said, "It's okay for you, Mike. This sleep shit, you know, you've got to you've got to be disciplined around sleep. You've got to go to bed at 10 p.m. and get up at 6 a.m. You've got to have disciplined times. You've got to track your sleep." That's inconvenient. What about the Netflix I want to watch? What about, you know, kids' interruptions? What about, what about, what about? And they bitched about all the challenges with getting their sleep right. And the biggest challenge that I think most executives and professional people have, to be honest, is that they're always tempted to do a bit more work. You know, with, in the age that we live in, with laptops, with um, connected technologies, we can plug in any time. So... The biggest issue for most people is taking their work home and not having boundaries and never stopping. And once you've done that, once you've worked a 10 or a 12 or a 16 hour day, there's just no going back. So potentially you want to take a long, hard look at yourself and decide whether you're actually setting yourself up for chronic health issues in the future by not sleeping. Um, And also, to be honest, if you're doing 16 hour days, probably means that there's another staff member needed so don't be a martyr set a few extra boundaries push back say no occasionally delegate get an assistant whatever it is you need to do find ways to reduce your workload to a healthy level so that you can go to sleep second thing is if you are making excuses like i want to watch netflix i want to wind down that's just bullshit again all of the research shows that sleep is where we get healthier. Sleep is where we lose weight. Sleep is where our muscles grow. Sleep is where our brain repairs itself. Sleep is where our body repairs itself. So if you're cheating on sleep, you're not doing yourself any favors. Um, I'm a night owl. I can easily work till two, three in the morning. And that's what I used to do for years. But it's not healthy. Doesn't help you make good decisions. And it certainly doesn't help your heart health and your metabolic health. 
And then finally, the last one, kids. Yeah, I think this is a genuinely tough one. If you've got kids, especially young kids, babies that wake up at night, young kids that st you know still at that phase where they wake up, yeah, look, you are going to get woken up. But then I would say all the more reason to set them a nice early bedtime and set yourself a nice early bedtime to give yourself the best chance of a good night's sleep given that you may have to wake up and go and deal with them during the night. So, you know, again, being smart about your own health, like they say on the plane, put on your own oxygen mask first, so look after yourself, get your own sleep in before you put the child's oxygen mask on. So you're not gonna be able to be a good parent. You won't be tolerant, you won't be patient, you won't make the right decisions, you won't, you won't do the right things around the children unless you're well rested and feeling good yourself. Beautiful, thanks Lynn. So then the last pillar of mindset, I point out that the fact we were having this conversation showed they had more blockers than motivated to actually ditch their dad bod. So what's the takeaway? Takeaway is really simple. In a perfect world, you would have a lifestyle or a freedom to be able to dedicate 100% compliance to food, movement, sleep, mindset. However, in your world, which is not always a perfect world, you're going to have kids, work, commitment, family restrictions, and all sorts of things that need to be considered. Does it mean the formula doesn't work? No. Does it mean you can't just take it and stick it into your life and hope it'll, it'll work? Absolutely. You need to think about the food, movement, sleep mindset and see how that adapts to your world, your world and be prepared to bridge the gap between your world and the way you currently live your life and a better world where your wellness becomes a priority. Once you get that plan and implement the food, movement, sleep, dad bod formula, then you'll start to get results and the more results you get, the more your lifestyle will change and the prioritizations will shift. So hopefully you've got some takeaways. Hopefully those two guys, we had a little tete-to-tete -tete yesterday, realise the error of their ways. And hopefully you start your dad bod journey soon. Either way, join us again next time on Dad Bod Walking Along the Beach. Cheers, gents.